0: back to another cringe-worthy episode of the Branding podcast i'm mel your favorite big titty heathen
1: and i'm your suave smooth spicy satanist so mel mm-hmm. how was your first week of not being a citizen of florida
0: uh it was fantastic I, like holy shit like seeing seeing mountains on my way home from work is surreal
1: but i thought you oh. looked at mountains all the time in florida
0: bitch where
1: look down Bust,
0: bust, let's get dangerous.
1: Come in the fire, get on the bus. We'll see you in hell. Oh. Break it
0: in. Break it in. Yeah. With your host, Max and Listen here. You're not wrong. Are they named Mount Titi Mal Mal? Actually, I have named them. Uh, um, The only reason why some people should open their
1: mouths. We stray further and further away from the Lord but if you want to continue to do so and support us in (laughs) us doing that transition though uh you can do so by joining (laughs) patreon.com slash burning in 666 we have different tiers to support us for only three dollars a month you can be a sinner we'll send you a customized thank you message but if you want to be a heathen like the rest of us for only six dollars and 66 cents a month we'll send you a thank you message and we'll shout you out on every episode It is exhausting, but we'll do it for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) But if you really, really like us, you can be a blasphemer for 20 bucks a month. And you start Mm. getting all of this swag stuff we all get.
0: There you go.
1: Swag. But if you really like us more than we like ourselves,
0: Mm.
1: yeah, you can be on the diabolical tier over here for $50 a month. We will do shady things for you.
0: I ordered the pasties for a bath.
1: I don't care for <laughs> I'll do whatever <laughs> I'll do. needs to be done.
0: I'm so proud. This is not a whore house, it's a whore home, okay? It's a whore home. Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: Well, let's welcome our guests to our whore home. On today's episode, <laughs> we have the pleasure of speaking with Sane. She's an upcoming author and creator of Taking Off the Teen File Hat.
0: You just can't see it because it's in the green screen. Immediate screen. regret immediate <laughs> I do it. <laughs> See, we're doing our jobs well. Immediate regret.
1: So, immediately no.
0: Immediately, <laughs> immediately, immediately thank you no. guys for having me on, really, though. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank so, you for being a friend. How are you today?
2: Um, I am existing in a late-stage <laughs> capitalist hellscape, so uh,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, but this is a nice break, so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're pretty hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you I heard know. that you were listening to some of our episodes, mm. uh, and we we thank you because now there's like six of you listening. Yeah.
0: Two and a half I mean, you years. years. Two and a half you guys, you guys got Andrew Seidel on here.
2: Fuck yeah, man.
1: Legal huge Daddy. Huge
2: fan of <laughs> oh Legal I mean. Daddy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Huge fan of his book, um, The Founding Myth. And then we right. also had the shiny happy people people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna watch out. You are dangerously close to becoming respectable.
0: <laughs> uh, so we got it lower, then. I don't want to be respectable. God. Well, it's, it's not what right. we aim here, aim for. You got okay? me today. So we're. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the notch is a little bit lower. <laughs> it's fine.
1: It's fine. <laughs> well, really quick the reviews are in, and everybody loves <laughs> the Burning Eden podcast. Thank you Murder Shed Steve 9372 we love you. Watching this podcast is what I would expect if I order a podcast off of Wish. Uh, nice. We had to delete this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we interviewed we him. We want one. real
0: murderers on here, okay? God. <laughs> Fucking Steve.
1: <laughs> so rude. I don't
0: know. He's a fan. He's he's a big fan, yes. Thank you all your family. <laughs>
1: But anywho, Thank you so much for yes. Sacrificing a whole hour of your life Because uh, you probably have nothing better to do
0: Right,
1: <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Before we get to know you Do you know what time it is, Mel? What time is it? It's time for The Bible verse of the day
0: Per our lovely tradition We would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day What do you have for us? Bible
1: verse says Verses.
0: Okay, so I,
2: I have a small compilation. Uh, first, there's Joshua ten thirteen, mm. which says, so the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies as it is written in the book of Jashar. The sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. Verse number two, <clears throat> Psalm 104, 5 says, he set the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved.
0: Hmm.
2: And verse number three, Isaiah 40, 22, said, He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in.
1: So, very educational <laughs> <Yeah>. material here.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's not, it maybe a little bit of a slightly different direction from your usual, like, my, the bears ate my babies. But, um,
0: but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the point of this is that yes. these are all Bible verses that come out of about a 400 year old transcript from the uh, Galileo heresy trial mm. in 1616 and 1633 um, to argue that the sun, that the earth circles the sun. Versus the sun circling the earth. Oh.
0: Um,
2: so Galileo <clears throat> committed the great crime oh. of. Um, heliocentrism versus geocentrism. And he was tried for heresy and put on house arrest for the last 10 years of his life. These Bible verses and this trial. Are basically a major foundation for the flat flatter conspiracy theory of um, which has a huge overlap with fundamentalist evangelicalism. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of a circle or a rectangle square situation. Like not all evangelicals are flat earthers, but like a lot of the flat earthers are evangelicals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So these are the flat earth Bible verses. Oh, because it says uh, the sun stood, it didn't say, um, it said the sun stood still, not the earth stopped spinning. And because it said, the earth cannot be moved, meaning that the earth is not rotating. And because it said the earth is a circle, not a sphere. So this is their
0: mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> trump card, mm. so to speak. Mm.
1: That's yeah. well. I hate it. <laughs> well the, the story says that when he was being, you know, tortured, put to death or whatever, um he said the phrase E por si move, right? It's in Latin means However, it does move, after all, doesn't it? Kind of like it was—it was was like a very, you could say, defiant Mm. phrase that he uttered, saying that he died still um, being firm to what he had discovered, and it's like a challenge against the the church and all those beliefs. That's how
0: I want to (laughs) go. Fuck you, (laughs) right? I've decided that I will be burned at the stake, so. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I cosplay as a witch. I got the whole getup. Like, let's go. I paint my face
1: green. Hell I yeah. would never burn a steak. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: sighs> I fucking hate you. So Anywho. The Bible verse of the day. I hate him. Anyway, uh, thank you for the sh- sharing those Bible verses. Um, so, yeah, so I, w- I want to get into, like, the whole conspiracy theory. But I, we, our audience of five, would love... <laughs> To get to know you better, uh, can you tell us your religious background and how you got to where you are today, as far as uh, atheism and that kind of stuff goes? Um, sure, um,
2: I can try. So, <laughs> I am also from Florida. So, okay, uh, all right. We should have bonded on that sooner.
0: Yep. yep. Um, I saw trash. Then I'm trash too. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, that's really all you need to know. I mean, literally, I like, okay, episode <laughs> over. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, I was raised in a uh, white evangelical, mm. very small town. Um, it had a popu- it has a population of about 16,000 people. Wow. Um, and it just like always has. Like, I remember when we got an olive garden and that was like oh. a big deal. Oh God. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the, Community, like the, the, I mean, I'm sure that there are other people in this town, that, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's still it's very small, and the community that I was raised in was very insular, so even more insular, um, and it was almost entirely white, and mm-hmm. it was all evangelical Christian. So mm-hmm. there were about three different kind of overlapping spheres of Christian influence when I grew mm-hmm. up. One of them was we went to a Calvary Chapel, um, which. Is kind of like the Chipotle of churches, if you don't know.
0: It's- <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's-, <laughs> it's-, it's,
2: a- it's a chain. You're <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> they have something like 1,800 congregations. Holy they started shit. in Southern California and um, they're everywhere. They're- Calvary they're- they're- Church? Calvary Chapel. Chapel. Um, yeah. Chapel. There's some in this, where I live now. There's Mm -hmm. at least one, maybe two. Um, They're everywhere in Florida because they started in California. And of course, like the next most natural location is Florida. There's
1: Um, one here too. I'm not going to say where I live, but there is one where I live as well.
2: Yes. And it is Mm non-denominational like basically just like a cool kid church so like some of them are more mega churches the one that I grew up in was very very small but it is now much bigger I mean it's Mm. taken 20 plus years um and they you know like very like surfer bro like you know like rock band like you know lots of um digital production and like Mm -hmm. all that stuff um so that's the church I we attended on Sundays. That's where I grew up in. Then um, I also went to a private Christian, again, I think just kind of like non-denominational mm-hmm. uh, Protestant evangelical school church. So mm-hmm. um, for elementary and middle school. And that was just like hardcore white Christian nationalism. Mm-hmm. Like our mascot was the patriots um like like a revolutionary war patriot um they were obsessed with founding fathers and the pilgrims every oh every year we would have a plymouth day and all of the children would have to dress up either as a pilgrim or a native american oh great (laughs) um (laughs) Mm. and then um like our eighth grade uh field trip was like a big deal and we went to boston specifically Mm. to further learn about the founding fathers um Uh, and then kind of the third circle was um a southern baptist um uh my more extended family attended a classic southern baptist church Mm -hmm. um and then my absolute best friend who I had known since I was 12. She also attended to that church Mm -hmm. and I went there for youth group. So I was there again every week for youth group. I was at Calvary chapel every week for church. And then during the weekdays I was at the evangelical Christian school. Um, And we were not allowed to talk to anybody or hang out with anybody who wasn't Christian. Like we were not allowed to watch anything that wasn't Christian. Like I, Mm -hmm. I still am like, just not good at music, um, just because I was, I didn't grow up listening to music. I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to really. That's um, sad. Yeah. Yeah. So like all, all of the you know, like, look at me. I'm, I'm like the basicest white bitch and like I want Ew. to like, you know, reminisce to Britney Spears <laughs> and the Backstreet Boys, but it's just not there.
0: Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and
2: <nice>. uh, <sighs> yeah, so there were kind of those three influences and um, the whole thing uh, was mildly tainted by iblp
0: oh ah. um, absolutely okay.
2: wild that this documentary has now come mm. out and uh i know that you just spoke to some of the people who were interviewed on the documentary amazing yes. um i had a much 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 more removed
0: mm-hmm.
2: connection to iblp um but like it was still there like yeah um I knew several families who didn't believe in birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, they named all of their kids with like the same letter, uh, very duggar. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they had. Um, I so I, m- my best friend her family and like the people at that Southern Baptist church were the most IBLP. Okay. They, they used IBLP homeschooling material. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all homeschooled. Like public okay. school was the devil. Mm-hmm. And like, we went to a private Christian school. So that was like the only acceptable option. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I remember distinctly being 12 years old and my friend, we're going to call her Kathy. Okay. Um, Kathy was going to a summer camp. Of course, it was a Bible summer camp because that's the only kind of summer camp that we ever went to. to. Mm Missions trips, uh, vacation Bible schools, like Bible summer camps, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And she asked if I wanted to go and she described it to me and she tried to sell it as, you get to learn how to cook and clean and sew. And of course, it's girls only. Of course. And... For, and, like, I'm cool with learning how to cook and clean and sew. Those are useful things. Um, mm, right. Did not love that it was girls only. And the deal breaker for me was that the dress code was, like, floor-length skirts. Oh, and gosh. I was just like, nah, Aww. nah. Also, I'm from Florida, so I just assume that it's 100 degrees everywhere right. all the time. Right. Um, I think that, like, the camp was, like, in the mountains or something. So it would have been, been fine. But um, I was just like, nah, big nah. And <laughs> she went with literally everybody that I knew, everybody Mm -hmm. that I knew went to this. So like the, the five or six IBLP sisters from Calvary Chapel went, um, two or three family girls of families from the Christian school that I went to went. Um, and then like four or five girls from that, uh, Baptist church went all to the summer camp. And I found out years later that it was one of those iblp um like training center Ooh. kind of summer camp oh, shit. Um, so they were all going and that wasn't the only year that they did that kind of thing like yeah. and this is literally my entire social circle um right. so everybody i knew wasn't necessarily like in iblp but they were like they had their toes in the water yeah and um and then like those are the mothers and the parents who are teaching at our school who are running our bible camps who I'm sleeping over at their houses mm-hmm. um so like the influence was just there um, mm-hmm. along with just broader purity culture um you know, having to wear like for school events or for church events or for any events, like just expected to wear like one piece bathing suits or Mm -hmm. um, a t-shirt over your bathing suit or um, specifically a black t-shirt over your bathing suit because a white one might be too see-through. Like they got real hardcore with it. And um, we're just like, we're just going down all kinds of routes. That's
1: why I wear black shirts only. (laughs) Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, that's <laughs> not to yeah, I, I don't want to anymore. see your nipples. Okay? Nobody does. <laughs> the public service. That's why I ordered the paper. <laughs> it's a public, public service. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs>
2: so, yeah, so there was this, like, IBLP influence, and then there was um, – Just icky, 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 Southern Baptist, Mm. everything, purity culture, everything. I just think I remember another time when, uh, of course, we went to like a weekend summer camp. And it was a surf camp because we're in Florida. So like you would like, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Like you'd get to surf during the day. And then at night there would be like worship services and like Bible lessons and like whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're surfing during the day. The girls have to wear t-shirts. I don't think the boys did. I don't remember. And I stepped down off of my surfboard into a nest of jellyfish, and Fuck. I'm super lucky that they weren't man of war. I was going to say, I was
1: going to ask where they man of war. No, 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 I would have okay. been in the hospital if it was right, man of war. Right,
2: like right. I, I have never in my life um, been in this much jellyfish, and like mm-hmm. I've been stung by jellyfish. Um, yeah. And so I hop on my board. They're in my shirt because I'm wearing like a shirt and I, I book it to the beach and I am, I rip my shirt off and I'm like rubbing the hot sand all over me to get the jellyfish off. Nobody helps. Nobody comes to see if I'm okay. And eventually it's fine. I just like go in for the rest of the day and, um, Again, still nobody is checking on me. <clears throat> and then I had I had actually scars from I did not know you could get like scars mm-hmm. from jellyfish stings yeah. for months. Um, and Damn. Yeah. at the at the congregation that evening, they made an announcement to everyone. So I don't I'm maybe a hundred people, fifty people, and um, basically made a reminder that girls are to keep their shirts on. Um, mm. And 100% that was targeted at me because I had taken my shirt off on the beach in a medical emergency it, it, um, mm. So, oh, like...
1: for fuck's sake. Ch-
2: just... And, and, like, compared to a lot of the other stuff that people go through, like, that is, like, child's play. And I, absolute child's play. But it's, like, just...
0: It's still, like, abuse. Like... Yeah, it's just... You know.
2: It's just... It doesn't make any sense. Just, right. It doesn't make any sense. Like, um, yeah. And then with all of this now... Mm-hmm it is also white Christian nationalism, right? So it's not just like white evangelicalism. There's also this like nationalist rhetoric to it. So like I said, the school that I went to was like 100% doc- indoctrination into white Christian nationalism.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But like my family and all of our friends, and like, I do not think that I ever met a Democrat. I don't think that I know a Democrat from my hometown at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it just was not done. Yeah. And um, like, we were told that like, you cannot be a Democrat and be a Christian. Um and
1: <laughs> you know, like,
2: uh, 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 yeah, yay. this is just like so normal. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, and that I, I remember what I was very small when Bill Clinton was the president, mm. but I just got like the general vibe that my parents hated him. And like I remember my dad telling me that like he was selling secrets or weapons to terrorists, and I was and I'm like six years old or something and um then the 9-11 and the bush Mm -hmm. years happened and uh you know everybody was like hunky-dory with that um (laughs) until we hit obama and obama was the president when i was in high school and all hell broke loose like just so racist Mm -hmm. um and the conspiracy theories were becoming much more obvious Mm -hmm. um saying that he was a secret muslim that he was like infiltrating our Country from like the highest level, so that he could destroy Christianity, um, saying mm-hmm. that uh, I don't think my my parents ever said it, but like you've definitely heard the conspiracy theory that like Michelle Obama is a man, yeah. um, right? And so
1: he's a uh, Muslim, and right. uh, yeah. he wasn't born in the U.S. and all that. Oh bullshit. yeah, the
2: birther yeah. the birth. Yeah. scandal. Right. Thank
1: you, oh, damn it. Um,
2: <sighs> Yeah, all of that was just just the most normal and then mm-hmm. like also the like the amount of just like hateful islamophobic rhetoric that mm-hmm. came out a, because of 9/11 and then because of obama right. um, so just racial slurs all the time and we are in a predominantly white area mm-hmm. and then we we saw anybody who even like hinted of a person of color like something would be said mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. then Uh, i know i knew at least one family when i was an undergrad at the church that i went to who had an actual apocalypse bunker like under the ground um there there's another family who i think might have had some kind of bunker but i don't know for sure um my parents had um apocalypse seeds um I went home when I was an undergrad at one point and I went into the pantry because my mom has this very nice walk-in pantry and mm-hmm. I was looking for powdered sugar. And it's just a detail that I cannot forget. And mm-hmm. um, there's a five gallon bucket on the floor in the, in the pantry and i open it and it's full, stock full of corn seed. And um, I should have been confused and I'm upset that I wasn't because I immediately knew,
1: yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the preppers.
2: <laughs> that these are
0: uh, apocalypse. What's that
1: dude's name? Jim um, Baker,
0: the one that sells the the,
1: the buckets, buckets.
0: of oh. so, so, yeah. Oh. Uh, what, was it that, or was it just a random? I don't. Of, I don't know what brand. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, so who, who knows about about if it was, was
0: on brand or was it from Wish? <laughs> the that that <laughs> seeds. That's yeah. what it reminds
1: me of, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Right.
1: That kind of mentality. The world right. is ending. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Right.
2: The, the, the like the rapture rhetoric was like right. so real like That's crazy you know, i was told that like jesus is coming back like in my parents generation so like <laughs> i just needed to be ready for that um and like i was told that like obama was going to, he was a communist um which yeah. and they love to use words that they don't know the meaning of yeah and, exactly um yep. that he was going to like basically he was coming for our guns of which we had many and uh that the communist wave was going to destroy america and that we were going to have to defend our five acres and plant our corn and
0: Mm.
2: just insane um and and then when i started my job and i Mm. i contract for the navy so, um, my parents came to visit when I finished like a certain like graduation event, they came for a graduation and they managed to corner, uh, a Naval officer who lived in my apartment complex and wow. they love to talk to strangers. You know, they're just like old people who love to talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, happy to let. Then be his problem for a minute, um, <laughs> and that backfired uh, oh, no. violently <laughs> okay. because my 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 mother. Nobody was expecting this. Nobody was ready for this. My mother um, asked him. Oh, and this was this was the same week that Obama was turning over the White House to Trump. Okay, okay so this right, was right. this was imminent. Um, oh, yeah. she, she asked this poor, like, 22-year-old lady oh, officer who's, like, got this thick Texas accent, mm. um, and she was just like, is it true, I saw this on YouTube, that oh. when Obama declares himself to be the king dictator of the United States, that the true seat of power of the real America transfers to the chief like nuclear admiral of the Navy, and that he is the one who decides when we nuke the White House.
1: Um Ooh,
2: what? <laughs> and this Texan officer looks at he was the nicest, the nicest guy. He was like. Well, ma'am, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't rightly know.
2: <laughs> what? What? How do you respond
0: to that? Other with that, you know. Well, and I'm just like I'm
2: going to lose my security clearance.
0: So, um,
2: and through all of this, up until this point, and you know, we're now approaching the Trump years. So doodle wrong. I did. Um. I was still indoctrinated. Uh I was still I was still an evangelical. Um, I went when I went through undergrad, like my degree was very difficult. Um, and so I didn't have like a ton of time to go to church for the last like year or two. Uh and then when I started my job contracting for the Navy, I went through another very difficult training program so again i did not have a lot of time to go to church and stuff but i did occasionally make an effort to try to find a church i went to another calvary chapel um and i, w- I tried a couple other churches my um now husband um it was raised catholic and mm. so we even tried going to some of the catholic churches because that's what he was more comfortable with um and i can look back now and i'm like i can see like it was bothering me i just didn't know why Okay. Um, right. And I hated it. I hated going to these churches. Yeah. And because there was always like the shiny, happy people, yep. welcome yeah. brigade. Uh-huh. And it was always like the you know, youth pastor's wife, or like the 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 pastor's daughter, or the music leader, and this bubbly little woman. And I'm like, stop talking to me. Uh, <laughs> like, like, Seriously, like, right? Yeah. So um And I can see now that like, it was really just like the, it was was just so fake, Um, the fake friendliness, the fake welcomeness, like they were treated like the acting, like they needed to save me. And I'm like, brah, I'm already here. Like, um, and you know, just such a teeny, teeny, tiny piece of like what is ultimately wrong with everything. Um, but I honestly did not shake out. My indoctrination, it was childhood indoctrination. I was was indoctrinated from birth. Um, I did not shake out of that, and until and this is like it's embarrassing and it's horrible, but it literally took a global pandemic, um, Mm. with millions of deaths and all of the most insane conspiracy theories humanly imaginable to finally make me be like, Hmm,
0: um, wait a minute.
2: So so we got all the way through the Trump presidency and Mm -hmm. I was not politically active. I did not keep up with politics. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about politics. And I had asked my parents about this when I turned 18 and I could vote. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel like I am informed enough to vote. Mm -hmm. And they were like, they make it almost a moral imperative or a virtue to vote whether or not you are informed Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. you know they they said like oh you basically don't worry about it like we are informed we will tell you who to vote for we will tell you who the christian candidates are um you know just always vote for the christian always vote for whoever vote for Mm -hmm. your family values which is just code (laughs) for anti-abortion and anti-lgbtq and um I trusted them. I trusted mm. my family. I trusted my pastors yes. and teachers and leaders and all of these people. And so I was like, okay, well, that that is the moral answer. That is the right thing to do. So, like, right. I don't need to worry about it. That's so much work to figure out what's going on. Um, and then COVID mm. hit. Like a fucking freight train. And everybody simultaneously lost their ever living marbles mm-hmm. and yeah my, my Kathy that bitch
0: um <laughs> ah. <laughs> Kathy <laughs> goddamn it okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh
2: we we were engaged mm-hmm. um just into covid and yes just into covid and um So we were trying to like kind of trying to plan a wedding Mm -hmm. while QAnon was crashing down on Florida. Um, And I didn't know what was happening because nobody knew what QAnon was Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to call it. And I didn't know what they were believing. And it was, I, I was trying to figure out what it was, let alone to talk them out of it just to figure out what it was. Yeah. Um, as we're trying to, you know, do a wedding and stuff, which is where you're very much involved with a lot of people. Kathy, <laughs> she Jeez. comes around talking about 5G radiation conspiracy <sighs> theories. Oh my God. Um, and I'm just like immediately insulted. I'm like, mm, you, I have a degree in nuclear engineering and you were telling me that 5G radiation is going to control my mind. Um, I was just like, you, you need if anybody other than me Says the word radiation to you, you need to just like slap them and walk away, like we're done. <laughs> um, <yeah>. Okay, <laughs> like, who slap are you talking <laughs> Orders. <laughs> or like, what are you talking about? And then um, she was very much more involved in IBLP, mm, and and okay. so when I went to undergrad and got my degree she went to Taiwan to teach English through an IBLP program okay so now she is living in Taiwan with a bunch of people who are like more hardcore IBLP and this is where Mm. she meets her other best friend we're gonna call her Mora Mora is now in 2020 posting like hardcore QAnon Conspiracy theories talking about how face masks are child abuse, how um, there are these massive rings of like <laughs> pedophilia, and yes, and how it's somehow connected to Trump and how it's somehow connected to the COVID vaccine. And it didn't make any sense because mm-hmm. nobody knew what QAnon was at the time. Um, right. And then, and I was shocked, but Kathy was just like nah it's good um, and was mm. just kind of like down for it and then was talking about how this is a sign of the end times everything oh, came back to how that. this is, yeah. this is yeah. biblical end times yeah. like, in the we, bible there's going to be a communist <laughs> wave that overtakes America um, and you know, we're going to be raptured and it's like this whole thing and yeah. um, so Kathy's plumb off the deep end and do you know who Sean Foyt is?
0: no i don't think so okay put me in a room with sean Foyt. only one of us is walking out and um i'd pay to watch that i don't even <laughs> know who that is but
2: i'll pay <laughs> he's a hill song uh, okay worship man okay um with hideous hair and <laughs> he mm. i would like to make this as personally insulting as possible yes, please and, do, please do, yes. <laughs> and um he is like he's become super mega famous um okay for doing these anti-COVID lockdown, anti-vaccine, anti-mask worship revivals. And he toured the country. um, And I forget what the name of the tour was called, Mm. but he's been touring the country since 2020. um, When the lockdowns were at at their height. So people were like, going and gathering at these super spreader events and in 2020 before I really knew what was going on Kathy goes to a fucking Sean Foyt uh protest revival uh in West Palm which is in Florida oh yeah um and I knew like four other families there because I was seeing it on everybody's Instagram stories and um he is now deeply connected to like just everything white Christian mm. nationalists. He's been on stage with Republican politicians mm-hmm. and um, like mm-hmm. he's, he has weaseled his way straight up to the top. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so th- that was Kathy. That was, that was Maura. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to kick her out of my wedding and just tell her not to show up.
0: Wow. And because
2: I, <laughs> I confronted her about all of this, when I figured out that it was QAnon, that when yeah. I figured out like, you know, Hillary Clinton does not eat babies, um, you know, all of this stuff. Like, I had long messages with her, and I, I, I sent long messages, and I would only get, like, one-line replies. She oh. would not engage. Um, and I told her, I was like, you know what QAnon
1: is, obviously. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, yes. I, yes, like everybody, yes, everybody yes, yes, yes. I couldn't um, explain it, but I know what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So basically – the thing is that there's so many different variations of it. And at this point, like it's the height is like almost over, but we're still just living with the consequences of it. Right. But
0: right.
2: certain variations of it are that there is a secret cabal of evil billionaires who are pulling the strings of global governments and driving us towards an era of like one world order slash end time slash the Antichrist. And um, that they are running these underground human trafficking rings of hundreds of thousands of children. And some Mm. of them, some of the conspiracy theories say that there are tunnels under every major city. Some of them say that they are breeding mole children. Um some of them say like and 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 they're not just like human trafficking for the sake of human trafficking. They're doing this as a part of satanic ritual satanic rituals
0: um and
2: and sacrifices. Yeah and they also are doing this this is all fake. This is all fake. (laughs) 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 They are also doing this to um they sacrifice. This is this is like so many trigger warnings. Just mm-hmm. everything trigger warning. Yes. Um, they believe that the cabal is, um, the, you know, they're pedophiles, but they're also sacrificing the children on like these altars um, at the height of their fear. So they're purposefully trying to make the children fearful so that they have really high adrenaline levels, and then mm-hmm. they extract the adrenaline from their blood, which is oxidized oh. adrenaline. Do you know? Hey. What
0: no like, I don't know, there's, i've, I've there's, heard like so many different variations of this, no 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 like, this is this is like fucking, the core of it this okay, is this is right. the basics okay um, what?
2: um they yeah so this this these are words that you need to know because people don't know the connections because they don't know the language they don't know yeah where the stuff is coming from um adrenochrome is oxidized adrenaline this is an actual substance um, okay. It does not need to be extracted from the blood of children and like you can buy it on Amazon or something and it has no use. It, 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 it They think that like the cabal is using it as like an anti-aging drug or as like a wicked high. Um, but I mean, like if anybody has seen Hillary Clinton lately, like we know that it's not an anti-aging drug. yep Yep. Yep. So, so I mean, these are the. Wow. Of the so when you see this moral panic around mm. child sex trafficking it ultimately is coming from the people who are peddling propaganda about mole children and hillary clinton eating literally eating babies and adrenochrome mm. and all of the stuff and so that was what that was what Mora had been posting about and once i finally started to figure out what that was all about i i talked to kathy and i was like this is what it is this is insane. And she just told me, Oh, you know that I've been to Cambodia. I can't believe that you don't believe in child sex trafficking. And wow. like, literally not what I said. Like it that isn't that is a that is a <laughs> real issue that is a right. that is a real crime yes. and these conspiracy theories are distracting right. from legitimate charities and activism and right. that is where the real danger is because we're looking for mole children and we're raising all of this awareness about children that do not fucking exist when there are children who do need help. Yes. Um, and there are organizations that do need support, and those organizations were having to put out official public statements in the summer of 2020 saying please stop. We are being inundated with oh, false gosh. reports and false accusations to the, to the point where we cannot do our job. Um, right. So that I might circle back to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. but, this is fucking crazy. I didn't know it was that. I- yeah.
2: My dog's walking around. I'm sorry if you hear him. Um, oh no, you're really good. And so, so that was that was Mora. That was Kathy. They were like down the rabbit hole. And they, I could not even start a conversation, let alone make any headway. That's so sad. I had to kick her out of my wedding. My other two bridesmaids, who are from my hometown, were anti-vaxxers, and uh. but not like not on the same level as Kathy. They were just confused. Mm. They were just yeah. listening to some scary the scary milieu of you know, conspiracy noise that was happening. Right. So, and I tried to talk to them and I tried to warn them about QAnon, but like it's one voice against an entire community.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and, you know, one of them was like, Oh, you know, I saw this video that said Oprah Winfrey is a pedophile. And I was like, can you send me the video? And so she sent it to me and I was, I watched it and I explained it to her and I was like, no, Oprah Winfrey is not a pedophile, not from this video. And, so, like, there was some dialogue there mm. where there was not dialogue with Kathy. Yeah. My other bridesmaid, plus her heart, she's a human butterfly and <laughs> still an anti-vaxxer. But she was like, oh, I already know about all of this. And I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I went to all of them. And I was like, look, I do not know why. But white evangelicals are falling for these conspiracy theories at staggering statistics. So you are going to see this. Because our hometown is nothing but white evangelicals. So I want you to just be prepared for it. And so I told my friend about this. And she was just like, oh, yeah, I already know all about this. Because her aunt, who is a woman that I have known my entire life, which is very disturbing. Uh, We weren't very close. She's on Mm. the periphery of, you know, my existence. (laughs) But, like, still. Um, She had gone down the QAnon rabbit hole to the point where like just classic QAnon like she, yeah. her family couldn't get her off the computer she would like lock herself in on her laptop for hours and days at a time um, and she was like oh yeah uh, my aunt uh, told me all about this because she said that all of the hurricanes that hit Florida in 2020 and it's fucking Florida so there's always hurricanes um, like this is not unusual all the hurricanes that hit Florida in 2020 were man-made by
1: Jewish space lasers yes with oh, the- yeah. <laughs>
0: There <laughs> it is.
1: There it is. <laughs> fucking MTG spreads that shit, right? Yes. Uh,
2: Taylor uh, Green. Yes.
1: Fucking idiot. Yes.
2: Um, but with the intent of sinking the state of Florida because DeSantis had given them too much freedom.
1: Ah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Also, put me in a room with DeSantis. Uh, girl, you. Girl, <laughs> you
1: and me tag team that bitch. <laughs> oh. uh, That's insane, yo.
2: Yeah, so that's, that's, like, actually insane. Yeah. Like, that's, like, I was yeah. like, I do not live in a world where I know somebody who believes in actual Jewish space lasers. Like, this cannot yeah. be my reality.
0: Right. Um, I
2: hate this timeline. Yeah. Like... Meanwhile, my immediate family is not, I would say not as bonkers, but, like, it's a sliding scale. It's a sliding scale. Um, a sliding scale. <laughs> they <Okay>. were <laughs> very into... Um, they, they were very into the like anti-vaccine conspiracy mm. theories. My brother said that like the CDC is. This is my dog, Hello,
1: Sarah, so Oh, just, baby!
2: Okay. <laughs> um, they, my my brother said the CDC was making up numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, my father has one lung, oh. and is over 65 years old and is a mm. cancer survivor. So, like, this man is the definition of high risk. They're all right. living together. None of them are wearing face masks. None of them are social distancing. None of them are vaccinated. And I am losing my shit, like, three states away. And um, my they were stockpiling hydroxychloroquine.
0: Oh, no. no.
2: Oh. And that a fucking doctor had prescribed to them so because it's just my whole my whole hometown is just full of and so they were stockpiling hydroxychloroquine we were like we don't need the vaccine we we are prepared and i was like dad's gonna die um and then they were my father was actually exposed to covid at one point by his neighbor who Mm -hmm. Had symptoms, knew he was sick. It was just back when the COVID tests took like a full day to get the results from. Yeah. Right. So he was waiting on his results. Asked my dad to drive him to the boat store because they're old men in South Florida. <laughs> yeah. And gets into the cab of my father's truck without a face mask on. And it's just like, oh yeah, like I'm sick. And I might have COVID. <laughs> and by the way. <laughs> Wow. Um, so I did not go home for Thanksgiving that year because they were, my whole family went into major lockdown. All of them were stuck in their own bedrooms. My father did not get sick for which I am eternally grateful for. Wow. However, they did not give a shit. They did not, they didn't start taking the pandemic more seriously. Ugh. They didn't do anything differently. When, so bizarre. when we were planning our wedding and everything, we were not sure that we could have a wedding. A lot of the people we knew had to have like Facebook live weddings or, yeah. um, you know, non parties Mm-hmm. we got super super lucky because we happened to time the wedding totally by chance at the lowest point of delta before omicron took off so okay. we thought covid was going away mm-hmm. the vaccines were out at the time we thought the vaccines were like 99% effective all right um and it was all outdoors i insisted that it all be outdoors um and 95% of the guests were going to be vaccinated so we thought we were 100% good um only people who were not vaccinated were from my hometown, mm. um, including my brother, mm. who, who told me that we should just let the week die. Oh, okay. Um, Fun. And I was like, you realize that that is literally dad. And when we were talking about like, okay, we can finally make some deposits, like we mm. feel comfortable having a wedding. Um, I told my parents, I was like, I can, the only people there who are going to be over 30 years old are going to be you just my parents and dad is the definition of high risk. I cannot in good conscience have a wedding. If you guys are not vaccinated, like you must be vaccinated. We're not mm-hmm. mandating it for anybody else because they mm-hmm. all did it on their own because they're not dumb And <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I just, I have, you guys have to be vaccinated. Like I gave him an ultimatum. Like I just like, I cannot do it. I can't like, right. I know that the risk is super low, but can you imagine if something happened to dad just so that I could throw a party, like I could yeah, never. Right. um and my mom literally told me to cancel the
1: wedding. Huh.
2: Um she told us that you oh you guys should just elope. Um, rather <laughs> than her getting vaccinated. That's
1: fucking nuts, yo.
2: And i was just like "Mm, absolutely the fuck not Um, No, my father thankfully i don't think that he realized the importance of getting vaccinated but he realized that it was important to me and so he spent three days talking her into getting vaccinated and they did
0: okay Um,
2: wow but like the whole event was just massively tainted um you know the normal stress of planning an event and like (laughs) yeah spoons and like the mm. the shape of the napkins and like right. whatever right. um it's just child's play compared to the fact that i am like just hoping that my parents don't say something about uh microchips and the mark of the beast to the mm. in-laws um right. so mm. <laughs> like,
0: yeah i was like okay there this table's gonna be way the fuck over here <laughs> <laughs> that's what i did at my wedding i was like okay parents are over here <laughs> yeah. friends over on the other you know,
2: side like i had I friends i have friends who um one of them is like a neutron radiation therapy Mm. specialist in in like a hospital and works with like cancer children and things and she was like I cannot be around people who are not vaccinated right um and I was like avoid that table um so it's just it was it was insane and it was extremely stressful and it was awful and then after the wedding I I basically was just trying to push through the wedding just like Mm. Don't burn down every bridge, except for fucking Kathy. Um, Fucking Kathy. (laughs) Just make it to the end. Just make it to the wedding. Don't overreact because you don't fully understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we finished the wedding. And, you know, that was was in October 21. And then in December of 21, around Christmas, uh, we were with my husband's family. And I was like, oh, oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> no like, I'm oh gonna burn God. it all down <laughs> no I'm right yes. <laughs> like, um, like not only is the conspiracy theory stuff just like deeply 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 awful and wrong and like yeah. the, the connection and like I at that point was still indoctrinated as an evangelical hold the, the my beliefs extremely seriously they are mm-hmm. the core of my identity and right. they are just shitting all over them um, with like, I don't know, blasphemy, heresy, disrespect, like talking about like Jewish space lasers. And I was like, who do you think is going to want to join your religion if you are being a dick bag? Right. And like, just nobody, nobody cared. Nobody, nobody would listen to me. Nobody would care. I, this went on, you know, for two years and I finally snapped and with all the conspiracy theory stuff and it was, it felt like a physical snap.
0: Okay. Um, mm.
2: the, the core of it was like, what? why are they all Christians? Why is it all the Christians, the good people and the the, the people that I know in my life and even the people who are believing in Jewish space lasers and things like they're still good people. Mm -hmm. People who join cults are good people. You know, like there's like the whole good people, bad people thing is like such an evangelical trope, you know, out group fear mongering. Right, Right. Um, you know, I was like, these are good Christian people. They have the absolute truth of Jesus Christ. They should have some sort of like divine wisdom or something. And they fucking don't. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: I was like, so something is more wrong than just conspiracy theories. Like Mm -hmm. the, the evangelical like message is somehow flawed. Mm -hmm. And I, I went through full deconstruction. Mm
1: -hmm. um, Okay. Wow. Fairly quickly, huh? (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, just it was uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was not a good time. Um, so you know, like I said, that was the core of my identity. Right. And so, wow. and cult, cult experts talk about this that mm-hmm. um, when you join a cult, you essentially adopt a cult persona. Mm-hmm. Um, you adopt the mannerisms, the language, the the worldview, and this word is key. Mm. worldview um, perspective of the cult and you have this cult persona and then when you Mm. deconstruct or deprogram from a cult Mm -hmm. you revert back to your previous personality Like you go back to your previous worldview and um, for people who were indoctrinated from childhood there is no previous Um. persona there is no previous worldview you are left with nothing fuck And you have to essentially rebuild from the ground up as an adult, something that should have taken you decades of a childhood to to develop. And so and not only like are you having to rebuild from the ground up, but you're having to demolish what was wrong first. Right. And so it's it's an immense amount of work. um, And especially if you don't know what is happening. And, you know, initially I did not know what deconstruction was. I did not know that ex-evangelical was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that there were atheist podcasts like this or people talking about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I, and I didn't know why it, what it all had to do with like hydroxychloroquine <laughs> and like conspiracy theories. Yeah. And so I did eventually find just totally by chance. Um, some people on like TikTok um, and Instagram. So like mm-hmm. Lacey Bean and April Joy and like these like comedy, uh, you know, ex-evangelicals and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, even though it was comedy, it was like, these are people, they're saying the same thing that I think. And right. then that led to book recommendations. And then I read a shit ton of books. Like <laughs> one book, I to another book. I have a whole bunch of books. And I had to deconstruct both, like everything. So mm-hmm. the, the evangelical faith. Um, okay the just the inherent racism in that
0: mm.
2: yes. yeah. the, yep. the purity culture um yes. and like the the the, the you know,
1: shame the internalized the
2: guilt everything the misogyny yeah. and the patriarchy, patriarchy. And like build your entire world view around this so mm-hmm. it is a total mind fuck to to, yeah. to, to step Holy away sh- from that
1: sh-
2: um and also also the american exceptionalism Yes. Um, you know, the whole, like the pilgrims and the founding oh. fathers and like this idea of like America being a, uh, God's chosen country, a, a founded yeah. on Judeo-Christian principles. Right. Thank you, Andrew Seidel. And, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and for me, kind of the two big tenets of this, the two big things that I had to break down were American exceptionalism. And that was easier. You know, that's, that was, you know, it's, it's history. It's um, not as deeply connected to like faith beliefs.
1: More more concrete.
2: Right. And so yeah. like that, that's easier. Right. The other thing, and like, and this is, this is kind of the point of my book um, at the end of it. You have to, you have to bog through a lot of <laughs> uh, conspiracy theories to get there, <laughs> but um, the core of it is in order to, Thank you. That's uh, the the website plug. There's all of my reading recommendations are on the mm. website. So, um, you, you have to, you can't argue with somebody about space lasers. Okay, uh, if you were talking <laughs> yeah. about Jewish space lasers, you were you, were, you were, you've already lost. Okay, yeah. so essentially, my whole theory is that cult experts. And, and it all comes down to cult psychology, conspiracy theory, psychology, cult psychology, totalitarian political psychology. It's all kind of the same thing. Um, it comes down to like what Robert Lifton called uh, totalistic ideologies. So this is what he calls essentially cults. Okay. And I'm going to play with the words a little bit because like mm-hmm. the definitions are important. White Christian nationalism is not a cult, not by the definition that I'm going to use. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, Dr. Yanya Lalich. And Dr. Uh, Margaret Singer, um, Dr. Stephen Hassan, Dr. Robert Lifton. These are all like big names in like mm-hmm. cult psychology, sociology. Um, Lawlich's model for a cult. Is a charismatic leader, a transcendent belief system, a system of control, and a system of influence. Mm-hmm. And I I like this as a definition of a cult because this is what you think of as a traditional destructive cult, like um, Jonestown or yeah, yeah. Heaven's Gate, or people Oof. who end up committing like mass suicide or mass murder or all of the horrible things that like cult cults do. Yeah, and that's a cult, and they usually always have this charismatic leader. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay and white christian nationalism does not have that that's it's something different Qanon does not have that Qanon mm-hmm. is not a cult there's no sense like q is the central figure mm-hmm. but it's not a cult uh, but then what is it so cults use totalistic ideologies which is kind of another word for just a worldview they mm-hmm. just use a very totalistic all-encompassing absolute worldview, um and they center the veneration around one charismatic leader but you can have a totalistic ideology that is not centered around one specific leader and the other thing that is like super important is that what robert lifton calls um thought reform so this is what many different people use many different words so like um mind control or Mm -hmm. brainwashing, Mm -hmm. or um, thought reform. And uh, uh, I really like Margaret Singer's term, which is like social and psychological control programs, because it is social and psychological. But...
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he
2: has eight characteristics and it involves the big the big one is going to be military control which is the control of information mm-hmm. um they control what kind of media you consume yes. what kind of books yeah. you can read what kind of information you receive who you can talk to um and and then also like there's eight different things but th- that's like one of the big ones and then like loaded language so like you speak the cult language um you know Christianese, even when I wasn't evangelical, Christianese. We used to joke, Christianese. Used to joke about uh, Christianese. Um, oh have you not heard that? No, I've never heard that. Oh, oh my god. god,
0: I haven't. It's
2: such a thing. Um, <laughs> because, you know, because like you would go to those churches and you'd have the shiny, happy, like welcome crew, and right? You know, it's always just like, oh, like the Lord has laid this on my heart, and like, uh, you know, you're such a blessing, and mm-hmm. like, just little, very subtle. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Christian language. And if you go into a church and you start talking like them, they'll immediately welcome you more because they think that you're one of them. And this is classic cult techniques. Yeah. Um, so but anyway, there's all of these different methods. And this is how mm. you indoctrinate somebody into a totalistic ideology. You right. know, this is how you convince somebody to join your cult is thought reform. Mm. And um, basically, that is kind of what why Christian nationalism is. Mm. It is it's a totalistic ideology it uses these very unethical and psychologically harmful mm-hmm. thought reform tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's built on, and this is like, you know, where my, what worked for my brain. And I think that I am just a very typical example of an mm-hmm. evangelical, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. so if it worked for me, my hope is that it would work for somebody else. The the two, components of the totalistic ideology that I had to break down was American exceptionalism which I said is ki- was kind of easier mm-hmm. and then the really tough one is biblical inerrancy
0: mm. and this
2: is what white Christian white evangelical nationalism is built on and I prefer the term white evangelical nationalism to white Christian nationalism because there is such a thing as progressive Christianity and different denominations that are not as just openly harmful yeah. as evangelicalism mm. and um so w- biblical inerrancy is the idea that like the bible is god's mm-hmm. absolute word right. of truth and that you c- it's un- infallible it never mm. contradicts itself any kind of contradictions <laughs> that, uh, any apparent contradictions can be resolved um that there is uh you know that it's cohesive and that like there's no flaws it's flawless mm. It is inerrant without mm. error and um that is bullshit and but that is the heart mm-hmm. of the evangelical faith yeah. and if you can get them to question biblical inerrancy then you start to question okay well then is hell real mm-hmm. and if hell's not real which i don't it's not um then why did Jesus die?
1: There's no need for the atonement, right? The, and, the and penal he...
2: substitutionary atonement. And there That's are right. other atonement theories yeah. which are not as, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then it'll just full, it just crumbles like yeah. kind a of house of yep. cards. It's completely it crumbles.
2: So you can't argue with somebody about Jewish space losers. You have to argue with them about biblical inerrancy and American exceptionalism. Because Nothing. if you don't believe in Satan, then it's going to be hard to believe in a satanic cabal sacrificing children um so okay that's basically kind of the point Mm -hmm. um you know like it it all does come down to kind of like cult psychology and then Mm -hmm. and and then these these are um these are political tools you know Mm -hmm. people are wielding these conspiracy theories as a method of thought reform in order to maintain power or gain power um which is why you see the, you know, the right-wing political machine supporting, endorsing, and promoting fucking hydroxychloroquine and mm-hmm. all of these other conspiracy theories and things. Um, and just misinformation in general. Like, everything that they put out is, mis- like, a lot of their anti-abortion propaganda is literally just lies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And their anti-LGBTQ, again, it's just lies. They're just lying about people uh, of... Any minority, pick one, and it's cult indoctrination,
0: essentially.
1: Yep. Yeah, the more you make it, the more convoluted and and confusing you make things, the easier it is to insert your own rhetoric and your own ideals and easier Mm -hmm. to manipulate people, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Holy shit! Very, very uh, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so you're writing a book about all of this, and you—that is your project, right? You are working Correct. on that. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Slowly.
1: Slowly but surely. But yeah, it's progress. Yeah.
2: So I mean, like I—I I, I kind of wrote it, and I—I I, I need an editor. Somebody help me. Um, but I—I <laughs> I wrote it. As my own progression of deconstruction, because like, again, I just, I feel like I'm a very average person Mm -hmm. of average evangelical faith. Um, and I believed it. Right. So the things that I went through related to conspiracy theories and like how that so obviously connected to what was more deeply wrong with evangelicalism, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that the shared experience that we have all had since 2020, because everybody that I talk to says that they have, mm. you know, a, a QAnon uncle or, <laughs> you know, a space lasers cousin or something. Yeah. Like we all have this. I just haven't right. had a lot of it. Um, so, you know, like, I think it's relatable. And yeah. I think that, you know, if you follow my progression, like it makes s- more sense, you know, mm-hmm. cause I'm just, yes. you know, I'm just very average. Um, and then, and, and the whole first chapter is about flat Earth um, and, <laughs> and those Bible verses right. because, um, okay. god damn it, uh, <laughs> my my friend whose aunt was a uh, you know into the space lasers and everything, um, her husband had before I was with my husband before I was with my husband, yeah. her husband had a roommate and they were going to set me up with him and it never worked out, and I didn't know anything about him. And I was just like, okay, and it just never worked out. And then years later, I find out that he was a fucking flat earther. Oh, and, no! Yeah, like, a hardcore evangelical flat earther. Uh, and they were like, well, he's a nerd, and <laughs> she's good at math. So, like, that's, yeah, they're match made in heaven. And so, um, I did actually, <laughs> I did actually get to meet him once. Did you on to- a date with him? No, 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 no. no. Oh, <laughs> god no um the poor dear um (laughs) i I was over at my friend's house and i heard her husband on the phone with the flat earther and i was like oh my god oh and kathy was there Uh, the flat earther actually fell in love with kathy and uh but this was in 2019 little do we know it actually would have been a perfect
0: (laughs) perfect combination (laughs)
2: but Oy. i heard uh her husband was on the phone with a flat earther and uh i was like oh my god is that the flat earther like get him to come <laughs> over like get him to come <laughs> and he was an incel you know what an incel? Oh, like, god, which is why? just like massively misogynistic right. and like there's also like so a, a big part of QAnon is its connection to the message boards like 4chan and 8chan and all of these things and like Uh, 8chan which no longer exists is directly connected to at least three mass shootings in 2019. Um, uh The incel message boards, well that's why 8chan got taken down. The incel message boards are also connected to at least one but I think two or three mass killings. Holy Um, shit. A guy who just loses his mind and went on a rampage trying to like truck down chads and stacys which is incel language for like the the you know bad guys and the girls right. who give them. yeah but
0: i'm a nice guy what are you talking exactly
2: about? so he heard that like he heard our like female voices in the back of the phone and just like was not gonna come um Ugh. but we begged him and he did show up and he showed up with textbooks and maps
1: Shut and, the fuck notebooks
2: up. and like all of this stuff and i swear to god gave us like a two hour dissertation on his <laughs> like a lecture like she has this big l-shaped couch and we're all oh. sitting there and i have wine and <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh and i'm no. just like delighted right. He, he just, like, walks in and starts lecturing. And I'm just, like, yes. Oh. and He, he explains, like, all of his flat earth beliefs. And he let me ask some questions and mm-hmm. things. Um, so, like, the earth is flat. And, and after this, because it is now the first chapter of my book, I have done more research into flat earth. So not all of this came from his conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the earth is a disk. And okay. on, the out, on the rim of the disk is ice walls. Think
0: Game of Thrones. I was about to say, is (laughs) it Game of Thrones? Do I have to have a dragon? Like, is there a knight? What the fuck?
1: (laughs) it's just amazing. All All right,
0: and then this is where they disagree.
1: Okay, oh, oh, wow. okay <laughs> because all right. some
2: of them think that like the ice just goes on forever eternity okay because there's also like a spiritual element to this oh. some of them think that there's like an ocean on the other side that just goes on forever okay. and then some of them think that there are other like there's an ice wall and then there's just more world there's more countries and people who are living on the outside of the ring and this okay. is what our flat earther thought our thought earther was like oh there's oh, other okay. countries. because i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like why Like, what is the point of the Flat Earth conspiracy theory? Like, he said that there's a global cabal of satanic elites who are, like, you know, which is fundamentally anti-Semitic. The QAnon conspiracy theory, the Flat Earth conspiracy theory, this all boils back down to the protocols of the Elders of Zion. Um, And so he said that, like, oh, well, the reason is because our governments are enslaving the countries on the other side of the ice wall and they don't want us to know about it. And like, we're stealing all of their resources. And so it was basically for the purposes of like a humanitarian crisis. Um, And like, you know, airplanes, like the windows are just like TV screens. And, (laughs) (laughs) and I knew it, (laughs) he said that uh, space And and this is where it comes back to the Bible because he was using, he had maps and notebooks and things, but at one point he was literally standing in the middle of the living room with a Bible and he was preaching to us the Galileo Bible verses and Uh. like saying that space is water. So it's like an ocean and (laughs) which is why we could have never traveled to the moon. Also, the moon is transparent, maybe.
1: Oh. Um, also, so, maybe.
2: <laughs> he wasn't sure about a lot I of stuff. Know. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Bro, this okay. is like fucking kooka for coca shit. How much in Florida. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where yeah. is he now? <laughs> right.
2: Honestly, like, so this, this friend is essentially the only one that I still talk to. Okay. Um, So if I ever see her again – not a lot, but, like, she's the only one who has been remotely receptive to even having a conversation, for which I am deeply grateful. Like, I cannot explain that.
1: Um, Oh, this is nuts, yo.
2: But I will ask her. And um, (laughs) I wonder if he ever found his way back to Kathy. But
0: um,
2: (laughs) he thought – he said that heaven was literally – above us like th- uh-huh. like a physical distance and if, uh-huh. you, if you could travel through the space
0: ocean you could tell <laughs> <Can laughs> they have space whales
2: i don't know
0: time it sounds like
2: dragons to me <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. you could go to heaven and mm-hmm. and god was sitting in a chair in heaven and i was like Oh, I, I honestly like. I just really zeroed in on the chair, and I was yeah. like, "Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait." I have wait, questions.
2: Like, yeah, like he's sitting so in like a his throne chair. or like a folding
1: chair or like or a, like camping a chair, chair from
2: IKEA. But like I was a- like that. I right now, if I could physically teleport, I could touch God's chair. Apparently, <laughs> that he is sitting in. Like, if I could just go yeah. 200 miles north, right. um, and he was just like, "Yes," and then oh. inversely, oh my God. if you could dig down no
0: you could go to hell. Jesus. And- <laughs> so he re- I- meant to Florida because like I've been there. We've both been there, so I've been to hell. Yeah. I, I yeah. hell. So this um, is so
1: and- bananas. And
0: <laughs> and and then
2: and of course it always comes like and and the thing is And this is what really stuck with me. And I think what eventually started to like unravel some stuff in my brain is because it was so similar to just broader evangelicalism was Mm. that he was just he possessed the confidence of the average white man, which is infinite. So (laughs) he (laughs) was talking to me who is a nuclear engineer <laughs> nobody seems to give a fuck about this and <laughs> <laughs> was talking about how we could also have never traveled to the moon because one is transparent mm. and also it's a uh, space ocean but also because <laughs> there are um radiation belts emitted by like the poles mm-hmm. and i didn't even get into the point that he still believed that there were poles but um the Van Halen radiation belts, which are real things. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, based on the radiation levels, like, we could have never traveled. We could have never passed through the um, Van Halen radiation belts and survived it. So, like, mm-hmm. we couldn't have never gone on the moon. And I, I, and again, I didn't go into a lot of detail, but I was just like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, what? type of radiation is it that you don't think that we can shield for like what what type of like what oh. levels are we dealing with like just oh. he didn't know he didn't know and I was like you know that I have a degree in nuclear engineering right and he was just like yeah <laughs> like, and and just like the fact that the un, unnerving confidence for him to like present this idea to somebody right, um, right,
1: right right right, right.
2: Which is the same as any evangelical pastor because they don't go to seminary. They don't go to right. any kind of undergrad degree, even let alone a doctorate. Um, right. They just have a calling
0: from the Lord. And <laughs> if you, you well, are if a you, white man, if, if you say something with enough confidence, people will fucking believe it and yeah. think it's true. Yeah. So. so, the
2: Flat Earther, we had this whole thing, and it was the most magical night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> it's so good and but at the end of it and this is this is again like this is a line that i repeat like throughout my book and it just like over and over again i i think i maybe even said this in 2019 like to my mom i was just like isn't the bible supposed to impress some sort of supernatural like wisdom or knowledge or insight and yet, he's talking... Oh, uh, the other theory is that, like, the, there's Nazis who escaped World War Two and set up a base inside of the ice wall. Stop! And they are, <laughs> and they are leaking... Uh, they, they, they're living in this, like, advanced society and they have, oh, like, all yeah, this sure. advanced technology. Yeah, because, right. like, the Nazis kind of did. Mm. And um, I have a bunch of science shit, but they... Uh, uh. And they're leaking technology out to the rest of the world which is flat and uh and you know so like and you know we're talking he's he's sitting there with a bible preaching at us while also i don't think that he said anything he didn't say anything specifically anti-semitic that was all stuff that i found after the fact but you know he's teaching Mm. us about like nazi ice walls and transparent (laughs) moons and like and and the bible and i was like those things do not yeah. compute and and like th- you're supposed to have some sort of supernatural like wisdom and knowledge from this but instead it's u- being used to support and condone quackery and then quackery. <laughs> like, 20, 2020 happened and more quackery oh, and more bible verses and so um that's really you know for me how conspiracy theories are the root of my deconstruction
0: yeah that's wild that's fucking wild
1: Now I'm really picturing um, Charlie from Always Sunny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we didn't even get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah.
1: uh, (laughs) Well, thanks Uh, for sharing that. Holy shit.
2: I would like everybody to just look up the CNP. cnp cnp council for national policy this is the word that everybody needs to know about you want to talk about charlie from it's always sunny with his Mm. like like his yarns and everything um i have gone so deep down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole in an unraveling like white right wing evangelical whatever that i i now have a conspiracy only it's not a theory it's just history so all right without getting into it because it would be in a whole nother episode um (laughs) Everybody just needs to know the name, Council for National Policy, and uh,
0: look it up. Okay. Just know about it.
1: All right. Good to know.
0: Leave on a cliffhanger. <laughs>
1: dun, dun, dun. you have the name
2: for your book yet? Um, I, well, Taking Off the Tinfoil Hat that, is the working, a, title. A working title. The working title. And okay. it's also the name of my website and the Instagram account. So, Perfect. Um, you know, if somebody ever, you know, agrees to mistakenly agrees to work with me and publish the book uh the title could change but that's yeah. what we're going yeah with. i
0: mean after this episode i don't think anybody's gonna work with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's usually how it goes
0: yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're on tiktok too
2: i am on tiktok um hmm. i've only made a couple videos like eventually i would like to make some more but it's okay. also taking off the tinfoil hat
1: Okay. Nice. Keep it. Well, we'll put the link. It's all. It's in. all
2: on my website as well. Yeah. So if you go to the we'll put, website, the, you can find we'll put the
1: link in the description. Uh, thank you so much. Holy shit! Yes. Uh, thank you guys. Wild. It's
2: fucking Wild
1: crazy. Christian. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so also big shout out to Recovering from Religion, RecoveringfromReligion dot uh, they're a nonprofit organization that provide hope, healing, and support to those doubting and you know questioning their faith. And they need someone to speak to, someone to talk to, peer support. 24-7 hotline with amazing volunteers. 184, I doubt it. They also have the Secular Therapy Project, which is a registry of secular therapists.
0: Ooh,
1: <laughs> <gasps> ah, great name. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Dr. Daryl Ray and Gail Jordan, we love you so much. And of course, uh, we have a merch store. The link is in the description. Go check it out. If you know, you know, there's some cool shit.
0: Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Smash the like button and hit the notification (laughs) bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes.
1: And we have them as audio only. If you want to check them out, episodes come out on Mondays. If you go to any podcast uh, platform, what is it called? Yeah. Any platform yeah, where any, you listen to podcasts.
0: Anywhere where podcasts are available.
1: Yeah. We <laughs> are there. Like we're everywhere. Whore us out.
0: Please. <laughs> um, also, this is a new thing that I want our five, lis- five listeners and watchers to do. Roast <laughs> us. The best comments and roasts will be featured on the new episode yeah, the, please, the next episode please do so. so please roast us i accept this as a challenge <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it uh follow us on twitter at fml666 mine is at Meltry Fitty and his is at uh, baffermetal666
1: and of course we want to say a huge huge thank you to the ones who keep the lights on our supporters on patreon <laughs> patreoncom slash in 666 Thank you, Ron, atheist chico, Lynn, Evelyn B, Will H, and my friend Lisette in Canada. Our
0: friend Lisette, she's my friend too, bitch.
1: Okay, Don't whatever. Forget-
0: <laughs> Don't forget uh, our our OG sponsors, Robin M, William N, and we have a new one. We just got a new one, Cat Chef. Thank, Thank you, you,
1: Cat Chef. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, dokie. Yes. All right. Well, that is it for today. Holy shit. Don't go just yet. We want to talk to you for 30 more seconds, okay? <laughs> well, that is mm. what the Lord wants. Amen. Amen. Amen.